Hey guys, how's it going out there? Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. On today's episode, you're going to hear Storytime Live, episode 15 of Storytime, where I'm going through the chapter from YFY Salon Ownership on systems. Systems are going to be critical if you're going to build a real business that works not only with you, but independently of you. So this is a great one. I get fired up about this. Of course, I'm going to share some extra added bonus insights, some other stories that I was thinking about, um, maybe didn't make it into the book, but are just as valuable. So I know there's going to be some great takeaways. So hope you enjoy this episode of the YFYI podcast, Storytime Episode 15, Systems. On to the podcast. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. What's going on, everyone? Good morning, good morning, good morning. You know what time it is. It is story time, story time, story time. 9 a.m., here we are. It's Friday morning. Good morning, good morning. Hope you guys are feeling good. Hope you're feeling great. We're going into the weekend. Seems like we've been on a weekend for about six weeks in a row, (laughs) every single day. But we're heading into the weekend. Today is Friday. It's April 24th. How are you guys doing this morning? Up nice and early, ready to roll. What time is it in your time zone? If you're on the east side like me, it's 9 a.m. If you're on the west side, maybe on the west side, it's looking like 6 a.m., And if you are on the west side and you're waking up this early, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for waking up. Thank you for being here. Excited to get another story time going. This is the 15th episode of story time. 15th, 6 a.m. Awesome, 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 Michelle, waking up bright and early. So it's 6 a.m. in some places. It's 9 a.m. It's 8 a.m. It's 7 a.m. Um, but we're here Monday through Friday, story time with Sunny D. Excited to be back. Excited to come and share with you guys. <clears throat> Excited to get um, today's episode rolling. For those of you that have been hanging with me for the past couple of weeks, you know I come to you every morning, 9 a.m., do a little story time. And I'm reading from one of two books. I'm either reading from your first year in the beauty industry, how to not just survive but thrive in the business of beauty, or we finished that whole book and now we're going through your first year in salon ownership. And I'm sharing um, just stories with you, uh, things that I've experienced as an owner. And your first year in salon ownership, just like your first year in the beauty industry, is gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough one, right? It's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When you're building anything, not only does it take time, um, it takes courage, it takes strength, it takes commitment. There's a lot of things that it takes. And all of you business owners out there, especially right now, you're finding out what that courage and that strength really looks like. Because right now, we're going through this coronavirus, the pandemic, I call it the we're going into the corona economy. You know, post 2008, when the financial crisis happened and all the, you know, the housing bubble burst, we were in a new economy. You know, after 2000, there was a dot-com bubble burst. It was a new economy. And I didn't really know, you know, you know, an economy from uh, anything back then. Um, I was just getting started. I started my company in 2009 when that, that financial bubble burst. In 2000, I was just getting, I mean, I, I was just getting almost out of the military at that point. And so I had no clue. I wasn't in business. I wasn't in anything. And then I disappeared for like four years and got out and everything was fine and then 2008 happened but by that time you know i was just getting ready to start the salon in 2009 so i was kind of still clueless um so this is but that's when i started my business was during a a collapse during a financial downturn during a uh economic crisis so i guess you know crisis isn't that new to me um, if you've been around longer than me, you may have seen different crises happen before and you've been through different things. It's a little different every time. But one of the things I've been sharing with you guys as you know, we've been coming in on story time and joining every morning is that this will not only pass, but this will happen again at some point. 
you know so hopefully through some of these stories and some of these lessons and some of these these lessons and and um, experiences that I'm sharing with you hopefully for the next one you know some of you will be in a little bit of a better position you'll be in a better place you'll be in a better uh, a better mindset for the next one because there will be another one I mean it's inevitable there will be it's just the way it is you know history repeats itself it just dresses up a little bit differently every time you know so this time it's dressed up in a corona costume um, and we're dealing with it if you're watching this hopefully you're you know you're safe you're feeling healthy your family's safe and you've got an internet internet connection and that in alone that in alone is a little bit of a victory it's a celebration um, so I'm excited to be back for story time today. We do this Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. I jump on. Uh, we go live for about an hour. I'll share with you some thoughts of the day, thoughts of the hour, thoughts of the minute. And then I'll read a chapter. And of course, edit real time, go off script, um, talk about different things that I'm you know, thinking about now so I can bring that information into the current environment that we're in, which I'm calling this the Corona economy. Um, what is the corona economy? It's when the world changed. It happened about six weeks ago. There was a shift, you know, a paradigm shift where everybody's business is closed. I have four different salons in two different states and four different cities, and they all shut down in one day. And when that day happened, it was a it was an eye opener for me. Um, it was an eye opener for my staff. Um, but we've had to adjust. And if you're, you're waiting for the government to bail you out or to save you, um, you're going to be waiting on that bus for a long time. And guess what? You know, it's a Sunday maybe in your city and buses ain't running. Um, so we've had to really pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and figure out what we're going to do. Um, we've seen our incomes go, you know, re be reduced by, you know, 70, 80, 90 percent in some cases, you know, when you're looking at. You, know, you were making you know, two thousand dollars a paycheck, and now you're making two hundred dollars a paycheck. That's a little eye opener. Um, but we're all in this together. We're all trying to hang tough. Um, we're reaching out. You know, my landlords know. I reached out uh, before Cheesecake Factory did and said, "Hey guys, I mean, we don't got it this month. We maybe not going to have it for next month, and maybe the next two or three months. Um, so the options are on the table. You know, we want to stay. You know, we want to stay and continue to do business when the economy opens back up. But right now, we can't." Um, and that's just the way it is. Whether you're under stay-at-home order, you're under, you know, stay-at-home, you know, safe-at-home, quarantine-at-home, whatever at-home order you're under, whatever the state or city calls it, they all have different names. Um, we're all kind of in this together. And so we have to understand it. It's got to ebb and flow. Um, we're eager as anybody to get back. You know, our salons in Florida and Texas, we're watching, we're waiting, um, we're looking you know, for guidance and we're looking at what the new either protocols are, what the new stay-at-home orders are. I know there's like six different states that are opening up today. Um, we call those the sacrificial lambs. We call those the, uh, the guinea pigs because a lot of people don't know. Um, you know, there's some mayors in some of those states that are like, hey, telling their people, you don't have to open. It, you know, we, you can open, but I wouldn't recommend you open or you make the call on your own household, your own family, your own business, because we don't know. It could be an experiment. They could open up. It could be premature. So we're going to kind of pay attention to that. Um, we haven't got our green light to even attempt to open yet. But one of the big things that our companies were thinking about is what is the you know, safe reopening protocol look like. So at 1.0, the Salon 1.0, we're gonna be putting out our own kind of guidelines. We're gonna put out to our staff, we're gonna put these out to our guests so they know what we're doing, the guidelines that we're following, the things that we're going through to set up the Salon to open. And we're gonna have a soft reopening. You know, so that's something to think about too. If you are ready or you think you're ready, uh, of course everybody's ready, but bringing everybody back on one day may not be the approach. Um, so we're going to do the soft opening where we bring you know staff back on one day we start setting up the salon and then we start bringing guests back maybe the next day so the first day you know for us we won't even be taking business in um, the first day is going to be revamping re-assigning um, reappropriating things in the salon from sanitation to gloves to inventory to we're starting chair side checkout so we can minimize you know, how many people are at any register at one point in time at any checkout, and we can minimize the screens that are being touched by, you know, fewer people. You know, if you have, say if you have three chairs, right, and the, each of those three chairs have, you know, eight guests in a day, that's 24 guests. 
If you have one iPad or one checkout that everyone's touching, that's 24 people touching it. So what if you took and you know made an investment in your company and had an iPad at every chair, now it's only eight people touching it. Does it completely eliminate the possibility of anything being um, spread? No, not 100% but it still reduces it, you know, reduces it by, you know, about, you know, 70% close to it. Um, if you have, you know, that many, you know, two thirds of your people aren't touching, you know, those devices. So little things like that, that you can do, you're going to have to make an investment. You're going to have to slow down to speed up. Um, you're going to have to take a look at all those things, um, as you're getting ready to start your business up again, really, no matter what kind of business you're in, um, we're all in the business of, you know, safety. We're all in the business of keeping people healthy. We're all in the business of well-being of our staff, well-being of our, our people, well-being of our guests that are coming in. So no matter if you're a salon, you're a, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a chiropractor, you're a you're a restaurateur, you're, you know, you're a bartender, you have the bar patrons, everybody's going to have to be thinking, how does this look post Corona virus in the Corona economy? What does my service look like? What does my, my product look like that I'm taking care of these guests? You know, so things like that we're thinking about, I'm going to be sharing, you know, our guidelines with, with everybody. Um, and maybe no matter what industry you're in, maybe there's something in there you think, yeah, maybe I can use that. Just the way we're thinking about it, we don't, I mean, have no special insight. We just have our, you know, our intuitive brains that we're, we're using, we're thinking, okay, can I minimize? What can I minimize? What can I, you know, maximize? And how can I make not only the staff, right? Because they're going to be there more than anybody, uh, but then every single guest that comes in feels safe. Because even though some of these people are flipping the switch today, Friday, they're opening up salons, tattoo shops, barbershops. That doesn't mean that people are going to want to run back and get rubbed all over. Um, and, and people don't know, like, are you safe? Am I safe? Do I have Corona? And you can't tell because I'm asymptomatic. There's all kinds of things to consider. Um, so as we're looking at it, you know, we're thinking safety is paramount. Safety first. Uh, money, you can always make mo more money again, uh, but you can't make somebody come back to life um, if they should so happen come down and, and it, it hit them in a hard way. Um, and then your staff, right? You got to look at your staff. Do you have staff that has either, uh, you know, they have autoimmune things going on. I have people with asthma. There's people that are already compromised. They may be young and vibrant people, but they have some compromising, you know, situations going on. Do you want to know that? Maybe now's the time to make sure that you have a, a current physical on file for all your staff. Maybe now's the time to require a physical, you know, a fitness, you know, so they you know that their fitness is where it needs to be um, so they can come back to work safe. Um, you gotta ease into it. You gotta take it one step at a time and you gotta put safety and your health and well-being of your staff. You know, wealth of the bank account is one thing that's been eliminated for most people. Oh, well, uh, we can rebuild it. You know, you made it once, you can make it again. I learned that <clears throat> through salons, through having shut down salons and reopened and re and moved salon. I mean, you can, if you did it once, you can do it again. Um, so you'll be able to rebuild all that. You'll be able to get back on track financially. Um, but if you lose your health, then what is the point, right? What is the point? Where is the money gonna go? To pay all your doctor's bills? There is no point. Um, so those are things that I'm thinking about, that I'm talking about with my team every day when we meet, um, just things that we want to, so things that I'm sharing that are going to set us up because we want to be ready. We want to come back and we want to come back stronger than ever. And to do that, we're going to have to come back in a, in a certain approach. You know, we're going to have to approach things with a different eye. You know, we're going to have to approach things with a, a sanitation site, right? Sanitation site's going to come up. And what is that going to look like? Um, so those are some things I'm thinking about in this new economy, especially for the owners out there, especially for those people out there, you know, and, and remember, as I've been sharing with you guys, ownership, it's not just a title. It's not just your name is on the lease. So now you, you know, you have ownership. Ownership is a mentality. Ownership um, is a, is a, it's a state of mind. It's a mentality. And then it becomes a financial obligation. You know, you'll never get to ownership 
if you're always looking for a helping hand. You know, you have to kind of get to a place where you know that the helping hand that you need is actually right here at the end of your sleeves, and that's really where ownership starts. It starts with you. It starts with what can you do? It starts with what can you affect? It starts with what can you change? It starts with uh, what can you do? And there's always, I promise you guys, there's always more that we can do. We can always do more than we think we can do. You know, you know, you think you can, you, you think you can run a mile, and you find out when there's a dog chasing you, <clears throat> you can run a lot further than a mile. How does that happen, though? It doesn't happen. You know, you can't have a dog always chasing you. So sometimes you got to have a dog in your mind chasing you. Sometimes you got to put the pressure of a dog chasing you on you, because what's going to happen is you're not going to look at it like, oh, well, if a dog's chasing me, of course I would run further. No, pretend that dog's behind you right now. Uh, pretend that dog's been behind you. Um, run a little bit faster right now. Why wait to get chased to run faster? Um, so those are some things you know I wanted to kind of talk with you guys about this morning. Um, see where your head's at, and as you're looking at your your business, right? If you're looking, if you're an independent, if you're you know if you you've got a suite, if you rent a chair, whatever you're doing, you're independent. Um, you've got all those things to consider and more. Um, if you have a business, right? You have all those things to consider and much much more if you're just going to work in a place you have all those things to consider and more so I want you to be thinking about what you can do what you can um, keep an eye on or change or consider what you can prepare um, how you can contribute if your owners talking you know about doing different things make sure you're contributing it's a collection of minds that's gonna make things better for all of us when we get back to work. Um, and, and we're all eager too, right? We are, we are, you know, that's the way we are, right? People wanna work. No one, if anyone's just completely in love with the idea of staying home forever, um, you know, then they're probably already have given up. They've probably already given up on their life. They've probably already given up on their goals. They probably already have given up on their dreams. Um, so yeah, you know, having a long weekend is great, Maybe taking vacation for a week is amazing, um, but now at six weeks, we're like all pulling our hair out. Well, little hair if we have any. You know, I know I'm pulling my beard hair out, and I'm like, man, I want to get back to work. You know, I'm I'm done with I'm done with being um, you know being just confined and stuck in one place. Um, so those are things I want you guys to be you know just kind of considering like what else could I do, right? Instead of looking to just Wait for, um, wait for somebody to bail me out, and wait for somebody to um, like extend an olive branch. We have to extend our own olive branch. Um, we have to extend our own olive branch because guess what? It's our olive branch. We don't really have, you know. You're not going to have the luxury of always, you know, looking at somebody saying, "Oh, well, they're going to do something for me, or they're going to take care of me, or they're going to fix it." You, we've got to fix it, and so this. You know, this is a, you know, this is a, a, a collaboration. It's a collaboration between you and your business that you work at. It's a collaboration between you and the salon that you work at or work for. It's a collaboration between you and that owner. It's a collaboration between you and your, um, and your family, right? It's a collaboration between you and your family because you guys have to get on the same page. It's a collaboration between you and your neighbor, right? Even think about in your neighborhood, you know, getting on the same page, making sure we're safe because now, you know, I know in my neighborhood, there's a bunch of parks. So do we, you know, run back to the park in a safe way? You know, not trying to run back to the park and put anybody in harm's way. That's the big thing. Not putting anybody in harm's way is, you know, what we're all trying to make sure we don't do. And how we're gonna be able to do that is going to be by communication, is going to be by uh, collaboration, and is going to be by uh, consideration. If you want to call that the CCC, um, that's the CCC, that's what the, the mandate looks like. So that's what it's going to take. Communication, it's going to be collaboration, um, and it's going to be consideration. Communication with the neighbors, communication with my coworkers, communication with my team, communication with my, my students, communication with all my staff. 
right? I got to start there. And then communication within the community, within the neighbor. Um, so think about it. If you're building, you know, something, you know, build that, build that communication network. There may be people that you don't normally talk to or you don't communicate with well enough. And you can change that because if you want to keep Corona out of your, you know, out of your life and you want to keep, you know, keep people healthy around you in your school and your salon and wherever you're at, then start, start thinking about what you can do a little differently. Um, and it's going to be small shifts. We're all having to learn how to adjust to this. Um, this is new for me. It's new for you. It's new for you. It's new for everybody, whatever stream you're watching on. It's new for all of us. None of us have been through this before. Um, even though I said like there's different, you know, this has happened before as far as like a huge economic downturn. <clears throat> Nobody's been through what we're currently going through. It's still a new experience for all of us. Being all of a sudden rocking and rolling, business is booming to everything is shut down. That's a new experience. Um, so when you're looking at this and I've been talking to you guys a lot about just documenting, right? I've been talking to you a lot about uh, documenting this, uh, looking at how can I document, you know, record it because when your great grandkids are sitting on your knee, you want to be able and they ask you, you know, what did you do? Uh, what was it like? Uh, and they ask you about this Corona, you know, virus thing that they heard about in school online because now all schools online and this is far this is 20 30 years out in the future and they heard about this and they're wondering like what did you do how was it what happened um you can be able to show them pull out your crusty iphone and say hey this is what it looked you know this is what it was like and show them videos of you at home uh, trying to learn how to cook something or cooking something showing videos of you you know in, in, with your mask on going you know going to the grocery store um, so those are going to be things that you're going to wish you had if you don't have. So I'm, I'm encouraging you to make document, you know, make some memories of this and you're making the best of it, you know, best of it as you can, but make some memories because your grandkids are going to ask you and you're going to want to have some things to share with them. Um, so those are just some thoughts, some opening thoughts today as we get rolling. I'm excited to be uh, back here for story time. Um, hopefully you guys been enjoying the story time. I've been getting a lot of feedback, been getting a lot of messages uh, from people that are really getting a lot of takeaways. Um, if you're following along, you know, in the book as I'm reading, um, that's awesome. Um, and then you can make notes and you can find out. Uh, you can you kind of share and make notes. So I'm going to be jumping back into this one today. Um, so that's going to be where we're, we're going. So the chapters we're going through, we read Why is Salon Ownership for You? That was chapter one. Uh, we read chapter two, starting with the end in mind. And that's all about, you know, seeing the end result of what your business looks like when it's finished before you begin. So you're not just kicking rocks around, trying to, you know, build a house and kicking nails and kicking wood around with no plan. Um, chapter three, systems. Got to have them written down how to do this, how to do that, no matter how, you know, minuscule you think it might be. And like, that's stupid. I mean, I have a, a system on how to roll a towel at the salon 1.0 pictures and words and step-by-step, -step, which it seems like, you know, why do we need that? And that's really, it's more of a metaphor because it's about attention to detail. It's about how we do anything is how we do everything. Um, so that's one of them. The numbers, knowing the numbers, the hiring process, chapter five, six, career paths, seven, you only have two hands, that's the one we did yesterday. Um, eight, financing and construction. Uh, nine, key relationships. 10, growth and expansion. And then 11, the what if chapter, what if you do make it? Um, so those are the chapters. Today, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna dig into chapter three, which is systems. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about those systems. And you know when you think about what a system is and, and why we use it and why it's going to be critical, especially right now if you're getting ready to reopen your business, you're getting ready to go back to work, um, you're getting ready to, you know, your kids are getting ready to maybe, maybe they're not, go back to school. Most schools are done for the year, um, but whatever that case is, you're getting ready to go back and then you got to start thinking about, you know, what systems are in place, what systems do you need to have in place right there might be some of you guys out there that you know even just for your own household you know systems like maybe we used to do it like this but this is how we're doing it now because this is going to be a safer way to to accomplish whatever task again going into the corona economy things are going to be a little bit different 
You can't, you know, you can't walk in with the same old lame old limp that you had pre-corona, post-corona, if you wanna stay safe and keep things moving in the right direction. So we're gonna dig into this chapter. This is chapter three from your first year in salon ownership. Chapter three, here we go. Starts off with a quote. It's not a people failure, it's a system failure. And that's by me, Sonny D. Chapter three, systems. Awesome. So now that you have a vision for your company when it's finished, let's start building what I call your network of effects. Just like a computer system is made up of a network of different circuit boards that work with and even sometimes independent of each other, your business operates the same way. In the book, Grinding It Out, The Making of McDonald's by Ray Kroc, you can get great insights as to what level systemizing, systematizing your business could be taken to. Whether you're loving it or hating it, the end result from the McDonald's system, there's no denying, is one of the most effective ever created. It's this kind of approach that will truly help you design a real business that works. There's a great scene in the movie Founder when the McDonald's brothers are working out their system in an empty parking lot with a chalk outline of the kitchen and all the equipment. They then have the staff run through all of their moves, just like a football coach would do with his plays and practice, time after time until every move is deliberate and well thought through. So if you guys haven't seen the movie, number one, start there, right? Go see the movie Founder, rent it, you got time. I think Michael Keaton, he plays Ray Kroc, and it's called Founder, and it's about the whole McDonald's story. The book Grinding It Out is a whole on a whole nother level, uh, but you watch that movie and you watch uh, the level like that they're planning this thing out, right? Before they even are open, and they're, it's like choreographing every move to get it down to a science, right? And this is back in the you know, 50s, late 40s, uh, and then, you know, looking at where it is today, I mean, it's arguably, you know, the most successful small business ever. And really, it was a small business, right? You look at these individual stores, and I mean, obviously, they've taken it to franchise and all of those things, which we'll get into a little bit later. But the system, this is how we make a McDonald's hamburger, right? And then when they're fighting with some of their owners because they're like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to try that. In our area, people like, you know, fried chicken and biscuits. So we're going to add that. And, and you know, Ray Kroc comes. He's like, no, no, you don't. It, it's not. The system works because it works, right? It's designed. It's well thought out. Um, so watch that movie. You'll get some really good insight into that. Back to the story. Taking this approach works, period, end of story. So what is a system? Well, according to Google, here's the definition. A set of principles or procedures according to which something is done, an organized scheme or method. The key takeaways, I think, are organized, principles, and method according to which something is done. I'm now going to go over some of the systems we've created in our company and the thought process behind them, starting with the overarching guest flow. We have nine keys to successfully completing the 1.0 experience. The nine keys are a system in and of itself. They are further supported by other systems, principles slash procedures to ensure the job gets done. Oh, and by the way, a system is written down. I'm sure you have a way of doing everything, but if it's not written down so it can be taught to others, it's not a system. Here is the nine system key. So. The takeaways there, so I know some of you guys are taking notes. If you don't have the book, underline that, written down, right? If you have a system, it's written down. And this, this seems like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Well, it does, but you know how many people in salons I've worked with in business, like they don't have it written down? Every business I ever go into, I'm always looking and seeing and taking notes mentally and observing and, you know, where are their systems? You know, I'm in the bathroom at Ikea and they have a, a bathroom checklist and this is this and this and this is the time 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 is done and these are the things that were done these are the things that need to be done 
systemizing your entire business is how you're gonna be able to um, automate a lot of those things and train everyone and ensure that there's a level of consistency. So think about that, writing it down. So here is the nine key system, back to the book. Three keys to intro a guest to the salon. Filling out guest info, number one. Number two, introducing the beverage menu. Number three, the tour. Three keys, three key questions in the beginning of the service. Number one, are we working with any time constraints? Number two, what did you budget for your hair care experience? Number three, what challenges are you having with your hair? Three keys in the end of the service. Number one, visit and pull take-home products. Number two, write down the next reservation. Number three, ask for referrals. With the nine keys system, it gives every stylist a snapshot of the guest flow through the 1.0 experience. Also, it ensures that every guest experience is consistent when at the salon, when the system is followed. That last part I had to say because you, just like me, will inevitably have people who don't adhere to the system. It's your job to train and implement your systems, but right after you implement them, you have to inspect them. I like to say that you have to inspect what you expect. Underline that, inspect what you expect. You can't just, just like at McDonald's, just people, you know, I'm sure, I mean, right now the restaurants are closed, only they're only open for a drive-through, but there's people in McDonald's, the, which I just put on the pedestal, most successful small business ever, that are jacking around, jacking up the system, like not, not following the system. There's always gonna be those people. You have to inspect what you expect. You can't just put it in place. And I've been guilty not inspecting enough, and then I'll go into a salon, I maybe haven't been there you know, in, in a few weeks, and I'm like, whoa, what the hell are you, where did that come from? One time I went in, and I had, uh, I had this girl, she decided, oh, I'm gonna bring in uh, these mineral uh, face masks that I picked up at Sally's or wherever the hell, uh, and, uh, and, and do them on people in the, you know, while they're getting their shampoo. Uh, it's a good idea, right? But that's not part of our system. That's not the 1.0 system. Get those masks the hell out of here, right? Uh, I mean, those little things can happen because we, we're creative people, you know? And you might start to create, and I mean, be creative, Follow the system, be creative, right? But you can follow the system and not have to change the system to be creative. Be creative when it comes to the art. Be creative when it comes to, you know, formulation. Be creative when it comes to, you know, the, the shape that you're building in a haircut, but not changing the flow, right? Not being creative there, right? If you go into Starbucks and you order a, you know, drink a certain way and you order the cafe latte ba 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 and you know what it is and you order it and then somebody's like oh cool i'm going to use a different this other sweetener because i like it and i think if you mix it with this ratio with this cream instead of the milk i'm going to tweak it and do whatever cuz i'm being creative you're going to lose customers that's not what they are expecting number 1 it's not duplicatable number 2 you know, you, you decide to change the recipe number three, um, so that's not following the system. So you have to inspect what you expect. Back to the story. The most important part of having an effective system is having effective training for teaching your systems to your staff. Training in itself needs to be systemized. How often will you train? How long will the trainings be? And what will the trainings consist of? Just to name a few items to consider when outlining your training system. Uh, we have a rotation of cutting, color, style, product presentations, and personal development classes. For each class, we deliver the content in the same context, utilizing a lesson plan that contains an open body close in a one to two hour time format. There's another system for your training system. Just how far can you go with systemizing, systematizing your business? I don't think there's a definite answer to that question. I'm always trying to push the envelope on refining our operating system. I mean, we even have a system for how we roll towels at the Salon 1.0 with written steps and picture diagrams. A bit excessive, you think? Well, Ray Kroc designed down to the milligram how much ketchup and mustard went on each burger, as well as pickle placement. So I think excess is where you wanna be when it comes to designing your systems. Because besides excess, E-X-S-S is only two letters away from success, S-U. So switch those two letters out, right? Take the E-X, 
put in an SU, you're at success. So really being as excessive as you can. Okay, as if I haven't pounded the subject of systems enough, I wanna jump back to the nine keys for a second so you can see how to further build your network of effects. So we started with the overarching framework of the nine keys, which consisted of three subsets, intro, beginning, and end. Within those subsets are where the three keys were identified. For example, in the intro, we had guest info, beverage menu, and the tour. But building out those three keys, we developed three more systems for each key. The three systems consisted of guest information form, the critical information to capture like name, phone number, email, date of birth. We also, and I'm gonna jump in here and add to it, we also add uh, favorite music, uh, beverage menu, uh, what do you like, what's your favorite beverage? Then we ask, you know, how did you hear about us? So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, friend, and if a friend, we ask for their name. So that's our system for collecting guest info. Then the beverage menu consists of what beverages we offer every time. You know, so going into the beverage menu, we're talking about, you know, if you offer beer, you know, wine, red wine, white wine, coffee, water, infused water. So what that menu is. So that's another system, right? So there's subsets. So you got guest info and then you have to design the system, right? So first, as I'm coming into this nine keys, I'm learning what the nine keys are, and then I'm going into each key and developing a system for each of those keys. And then we go into, lastly, the tour, which consists of a scripted walkthrough of the entire salon, which is also our service menu. So as you can see, each overarching system leads to a subset of systems, which leads to an even further detailed network of systems, until you ultimately have drawn out the entire process. Depending on how your mind works, you may want to start with the tour and then reverse engineer it until you get to the intro, which in turn gets you to the three keys as part of the overarching nine keys. You have to figure out your process for creating your systems. Nonetheless, systematize your business, systematize your business to the highest degree possible. Your future self depends on it. If you want to see more examples of some of the systems we've created, you can email me and I'll send you some. So as you're thinking about that in the tour, so the tour, I wanna to talk about that for a second. The tour is the service menu. And I'm gonna tell you real quick, I'll show you a quick story on how the tour became the service menu and how we never created service menus. So I started my company 10 years ago. And in the beginning, you know, I shared a little bit of this. I was the only one there, right? And I was starting to hire people, but I was doing all the hair, doing all the everything. And as I'm doing everything, I'm there by myself one day and so doing everything, right? I've got files on my computer. I'm building one thing at a time, right? From the business cards, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, right? Business cards, um, tr uh, trying to design a menu. I'm trying to come up with this, come up with that. And then I started learning about systems. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I don't know anything about any of this. Um, so I'm in the salon by myself, and this car pulls up. A girl comes in. And she's like, hey, you know, I just wanted to, you know, the car's running outside. So I'm assuming her boyfriend's sitting in there or whatever. So she's like, yeah, I just wanted to um, grab a menu real quick um, and see, because I just, you know, just noticed you guys here. I'm like, yeah, we just opened. She's like, yeah, I just want to grab a menu real quick. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, the problem is I don't have any menus yet. I'm like, well, you know, I'm still kind of working on it. I'm still putting it together. And so I asked her, I'm like, you know, you have a minute. Um, can I show you around real quick? And I don't have a tour either. I don't have anything written down. I don't have anything. I'm barely, I like just finished painting and, and hanging some stuff. And like I've been doing hair like in between, you know, doing some remodeling stuff, right? It's the first, I'm just getting started. And so she's like, she's like, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, the place isn't that big. So I walk her through the salon. I start telling her about, you know, um, just kind of how I saw it in my head, but hadn't committed anything to paper. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be what we're gonna call this a living room. Um, you can sit, you can relax, you can read some magazines. And I take her over, I'm like, yeah, this is our color bar where we mix everything right in front of you, formulation. Um, we have our TV is gonna be having all of our education playing on there. Um, and then this is our stations. We're gonna cut and color hair, or we're gonna cut your hair and style your hair. And we'll um, you know, educate you on all the products we're using. 
then I take her over to the back area. I'm like, now this is our makeup bar. We're gonna be doing makeup, you know, full face, eyes, you know, special event things for you there. And I take her over to the wash house area where we have our shampoo bowls, a great wash house experience. We do a hot towel, we do a hand massage, we do all these things. Uh, and this is our rest area, which is what we call our bathroom. This is our rest area. We have some tea tree hand soap and moisturizer and some you know, freshly rolled white towels in there. Um, and then that back door there, that's just into our staging area where our team gets ready for the experience. And I take her back up front. I'm like, you know, we have our beverage menu. So we offer beer, we offer red wine, white wine, we offer water, coffee. And at the end of every experience, we're gonna bring you up here to the front and we're gonna show you all the take home um, products that we use, make some recommendations um, and everything. And, and I'm, as I'm telling her this, you know, I'm telling her about like at our color bar, you know, our, our prices, our haircuts or our hair color, you know, starts at 60, you know, for basic color, starts at 80 for highlights. Um, and then at our haircuts, our haircuts start at 30 for haircut, includes your shampoo, blow dry. And if you go to another element, a stylist and a higher, and I don't have any of this, right? I don't have elements, I don't have any, I don't even have anybody except me. So I'm telling her like, you know, it starts at 30, you know, with like our new talent stylist and then it goes up as they move up each element um, and it'll go 30, 40, 50, 60. Um, and then some of our treatments we have, like our deep conditioning treatments, um, anywhere from $15 up to $30 with some of our uh, luxury treatments. So I'm telling her about all this. I'm showing her around the salon, which took me maybe five minutes. I'm showing her the products, the services that we offer. Um, and I'm telling her at the end, I'm like, yeah, and our hours and this and that. And so then she looks at me and she's like, wow, that's like, she's like, wow, that's amazing. You guys really offer a lot here. I'm like, yeah, you know, we're trying to really make it a whole experience. You know, we, the one point, we call it the 1.0 experience, right? So I'm just, I'm on the fly, right? Being an entrepreneur, right? Just creating shit up. I'm just going for it. And then she looks at me and she's like, do you have, do you have any like time available like today, like right now? And I'm looking at her and she's like looking at me and I'm thinking, um, do I have any time available right now? I'm like, you could look around and see, like you could literally shoot a gun off and you won't even, you know, hit any, anyone. Like there's nobody in the place. It's just me. Um, so she says this after I take her on this, this tour that I hadn't even created, hadn't written down a word, um, just had the general idea in my mind of what I wanted it to look like and sound like. Um, so she looks at me, she's like, do you have any time? And I'm looking around, I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, what were you thinking? Um, and then she's like, well, you know, hold on a second. And then she goes outside, right? And she tells who I'm assuming is her boyfriend sitting in the car waiting. That car was running, right? She stopped in just to get a piece of paper. She goes outside. She says to whoever, get the hell out of here, essentially, because they leave and she comes back in. And she's like, yeah, like I was thinking about this. I wanted to do that. And we're talking about haircut. We're talking about color. Next thing you know, I'm pulling out a color book. Next thing you know, fast forward like two hours, two and a half, three hours later, she got haircut. She got color. She bought retail product, makeup, shampoo, conditioner, a tool. Fast forward two, three hours later, almost $300. And all because I didn't have a piece of paper that she walked in the door to get. So this is something I want you to think about, right? If I had designed this beautiful little menu that I was working on on my computer, but just got so busy, never had it finished. If I had designed this menu with all this stuff written down and the perfect colors and fonts and spent all this money printing all this stuff out that day, when I'm just getting open, when I needed money bad, when I'm just getting started with my business, she would have walked in, asked for the menu, I would have gave her the piece of paper and she would have left and she would have went down the street or went to the next salon or went on about her business and who knows if I ever would have saw her again. But because I didn't have that piece of paper, that menu, I was able to take her through the store and then I realized right there, I'm like, you know what? I'm like. That needs to be written down. Everything I just said, I wanna write down word for word, corner by corner, sentence by sentence, and that became one of our most powerful systems. And it's the system of the tour, which is part of those, those keys. And every single person that joins our salon and joins our team learns that system verbatim. 
They learn it, they learn it, they learn it. We have laminated copies of it for our new people. When they have new guests that are coming in or a new guest comes in the salon, they take that guest on a tour and they're walking and they have that laminated piece of paper. Uh, we make no ifs, ands, or buts about what we're about at the Salon 1.0. We're about education, we're about training, we're about delivering uh, beyond your expectation and delivering a great experience. And so if I'm brand new, I don't need to pretend I know it. If I don't know it, I can use the system and I can nail it. And the other great thing about having scripts and systems and things like that, they're edited how you want them to be, right? And so if you're reading that script for your phone, for your tour, for your whatever, you're not gonna have ums and likes. You're not gonna be like, um, this is um, that, and um, like, uh, 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 all that's out of there. So it's a linguistic training tool that's gonna help train and teach and help guide you along so you sound like an impeccable professional. Yes, you may be walking through with a laminated copy in the beginning. Yes, you may have to learn your script, but you watch a movie, right? Who just won the, uh, the Joker? Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, right? He won the best actor, I mean, incredible. Did an amazing job crushed it like sold me i was sitting on the edge of my seat the entire movie unbelievable he had a script he had a system everything was written down everything was this is how it's gonna go you're gonna say you're gonna did it so they put ums in there he stuttered and used the ums he did it all all of it's written down and he won right he, he he pulled it off he knew his lines so developing your systems, when you get into your written systems for your phones, your tour, um, you get into your technical systems. Like we've taken our systems that Paul Mitchell School teaches their students and all the graduates that we hire, we've built on top of that. New haircuts, different combination haircuts we call our cutting system. Applications of color that are completely unique to us that aren't taught in the schools, our color system foiling techniques that aren't taught in the schools, our own blonding system, the tours, the phone scripts, the steps to the wash house, all of those things. So then we can train and teach all of our staff all these systems and then they can go in and they can be the artists once they're working through the hair. But they have this foundation of systems that's supporting everything else that they do. Um, so that's, I can't stress it enough, guys, if you're building a business, any professional company, professional business, serious business that's out there, take a look. Starbucks, I shared McDonald's, you know, whatever, a lot of restaurants, you know, Chipotle, um, Apple, whoever you want to look at, they have systems, Microsoft. You know, when I look at 1.0, I think of us as an operating system. I think of us as like a Microsoft. Um, we can plug this system into any salon. Just like you can run Microsoft um, pretty much on any computer, um, even Apple, right? If you wanted to, even though they have their own system, uh, Microsoft can operate. You can have Windows, uh, but they develop the system. And then no matter what, you don't have to have the same exact size or shape of a building or, or the same exact size or shape, but we can develop. We can plug the 1.0 operating system into any computer, meaning any salon, and get it running you know, and get those gears greased up and lubed up so it's running like a fine-tuned and fine-oiled machine. And that's what you'll be able to do if you develop your system. You gotta take that uh, seriously. You gotta really look at your systems, look at what systems you have currently, look at what systems you don't have currently, and think about how you can refine and take it to a whole nother level. So that's chapter three, you guys. That's the chapter on systems. Um, I always get fired up whenever I'm talking about systems. Um, that's your first year in salon ownership. Um, so if you guys haven't got either of these books, you can grab them at yourfirstyearin.com. And right now they're all 20% off if you use the promo code PMTSFP. Um, all that information is on the post on my Facebook page, Sunny D page, also on your first year in page on Facebook. You'll see promo codes, you'll see everything there. Um, the t-shirts that I've been giving away, these t-shirts, the limited edition iHeartYFYI t-shirts, you can get those, those are free as well. All you have to do is pay like five bucks for shipping. There's men's and women's cuts all of the promo codes for them, Storytime W for the women's, Storytime M for the men's, 
on the website, you'll see a section called YFYI swag. So grab those while they're available, while supplies last. Um, thank you guys for being here again for another story time, 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, Eastern time. I'm gonna be going live while we're all still at home and hopefully beyond when we all get back to work, I can keep this going in some form, whether it's morning, whether it's night, whether it's earlier, whether it's later, I can keep story time with Sunny D going. Um, this is a project that I've wanted to do for a long time and finally, um, you know, had no excuse not to do it because we're just sitting at home 24 hours a day. Um, so here we are, story time with Sunny D. Uh, the podcast is available too if you want to listen to these episodes on the go. Just go to yfyipodcast.com and you can listen to every, I think almost every, I think the first one I didn't get recorded, but the last 14 episodes of Storytime are all on the podcast. So you can check that out. Um, and then of course, hit me up with any questions, any comments on Instagram, I'm SunnyD1.0. On Facebook, I'm Sunny D or Sunny D-E-E because I had to pop in two silent E's for no apparent reason except couldn't use my single initial for my last name on my Facebook profile. So connect with me on there. Um, today's Friday, so this is the last story time for this week. Uh, tomorrow night, we're doing an online party. We did our pmtakehome.com launch party last Sunday night uh, where me and my co-host Josh, we went over a ton of different products, had a bunch of fun, did some demos, had crazy deals. Um, tomorrow night, we're doing another party. It's gonna be Saturday night, 6 p.m. Uh, we're going live for a few hours. We're gonna be going through Tea Tree. All of our Tea Tree brands, we're celebrating Earth all night. Instead of you know thinking about Earth Day just happened, right? It was one day and it was it. We're gonna keep the party going with Earth Night all night. We're celebrating tomorrow night. So invite a friend, tell a friend, We'll be broadcasting live on all of our channels, 6 p.m. Uh, we'll start that party. So see you guys hopefully tomorrow night for that on Facebook, on Instagram. And then uh, we'll be back here Monday morning at 9 a.m. for another story time. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. I'll have the replay um, posted up on my Instagram story, on my Facebook page, on my YFY page, and on my personal page on Facebook. Um, so thank you guys for being here, hanging out with me for the last hour. And hopefully I'll see you at the party tomorrow night. So stay tuned for that. You guys have an amazing Friday wherever you're at. Hope you're healthy. Hope you're safe. And I will see you guys soon. Hey guys, Sunny D here again. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed making it, I know that much. And hopefully it inspires you to get out there and start thinking about designing your business like a business should be designed with systems, with operations, with procedures, with scripts. Definitely check out that movie Founder if you want an eye-opening visual of the level it can go to. We all know McDonald's and seriously, it doesn't matter if you like them or not. You can't deny the success that they've had over the past, you know, 70 almost years. So check that movie out, Founder. You'll get some insights. If you need any assistance or want some more visuals, hit me up at SunnyD1.0. You can email me. You can message me. All my info's on my Instagram or my Facebook page and head over to yourfirstyearin.com to check out any of the YFY books and yfypodcast.com for all of the recorded episodes. I'll be back Monday morning with another live story time with Sunny D. That'll be broadcasting on Facebook, on my page, on the YFY page, on Instagram, on anywhere we can get a broadcast going. It'll be going. So hope you guys will be able to join. If you can't join live, you can always check out the recording afterwards or listen to the podcast. So thanks again for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. And remember, this is the podcast where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you soon.